at the end of the day, right? At the end of the day, here on Keep It Real with Alexander Garrett, that's what we want. The air to breathe, to live, to love, to be in this life. That's what we want. We want clean air every single day. We want to love one another and we do want a stable climate. There's no doubt that a hurricane in Dorian that stayed in the Bahamas for more than it was supposed to, that missed Florida, that hammered uh, Charleston and other parts of South Carolina, even in Myrtle Beach, there was a tornado. And yet, and I'll get to that in a minute, but yet the air that we breathe also wants to be taxed by the Democrats. And people have called me crazy. People have said, you don't know what you're talking about. You're nuts. You're a global warming climate change denier. How can you say that? I can say that because while others were talking about the bleeding eye of Joe Biden, by the way, keeping it with Alexander Garrett, the bleeding eye of Joe Biden, others were talking about Kamala Harris's, I'm going to end the filibuster. But what she said here in last night's CNN Climate Town Hall really should uh, desert, disturb people. Uh, what do I mean? Take a listen for yourself. As far as I'm concerned, it's not a question of debating the science. It's a question of taking on powerful interests, taking on the polluters, understanding that they have a profit motive to pollute. And so let's take them to court. And let's require that if they don't change their behaviors, they will pay those fines and there will be accountability and consequence. I think about this issue. I mean, what she said there about fining energy companies, fining, maybe even car companies, manufacturers, industrial companies that bring jobs into this country for not harnessing the pollutants that do go into the air. By constantly regulating these companies, that's what the Democrats want to do. She talks about profit motive. Let me tell you, the Democrats want to profit off of our beautiful earth. Because while they may want to really change the climate, and no, none of us can really deny that the climate's changing. It changes every day. But there have been fires in the Arctic. There have been record heat in Alaska. Things are changing in this in this global climate that we're in. But the question is, should we really take steps to punish companies for something that I wouldn't say pollution benefit, but for something that they're already trying to reduce. Should we, should we punish companies to begin with? Should we fine companies in the guise of global change, global warming? I don't think that's quite fair. I think that while emissions regulations might be needed for trucks and all that, if she wants to talk about po- uh, pollution, why not talk about the Democrats that drive in their gas-guzzling SUVs? And then Andrew Yang saying, oh, all gas vehicles should be confiscated, then you're going to confiscate half of Washington's mode of transportation. You're going to confiscate the mayor's mode of transportation here in New York because he does gas-guzzling SUVs, don't you think? So when you hear the climate change debate roll on, even if it's for seven hours in a CNN town hall, 
Just know it's under a guise, a guise of here's how we're going to tax you even more. When in reality, I think we all know, we all know that we contribute to the climate's decline in some way or another. That punishing a company's emissions won't change the fact that the climate continues to change. We don't want smog in our air. That is true. We don't want to feel like our oxygen really has been depleted because of pollutants. But you know what the thing is? Pollutants are happening every day. You're going to find big companies for their emissions, but the Democrats at the same time will decrease quality of life crimes and arrests. We'll let people pollute the streets with their urine, with their needles, even with feces in some cases. But yes, let's go after the big corporations that are hiring people left and right that are bringing on cleaner and better ways to make their business happen. Let's punish them if they step the wrong foot one way. And see, the climate change debate was something that, and I read this in the Washington Times, that there were thousands of pages of regulation. See, for, for me, if you're really going to care about the environment and the climate, you will go out there and do things to change the littering on the streets, on the sidewalks, on the highways. For me, if you really care about climate change and global warming, you don't sit on panels and say it's 12 years, you go out and do something. And to me, if it was really genuine about the climate change debate that we have to really save our earth, you wouldn't be doing thousands of pages of regulations. You know what you'd be doing? Instead of finding the polluters, Kamala Harris, instead of finding them, you'd work with them to figure out what's going on. Punishing companies in America is not the answer. I'm sorry to tell you here and give me real. Punishing companies in America is not the answer to reduce anything. Because somewhere along the line, others' pollutants are going to be happening. And while you may believe that taking away and eliminating emissions and doing what they can and then finding if they don't, you may think that's right. But I just think it's, it's, a, it's a farce cause. Because the real cause would be, hey, you know what? We're not going to find the polluters quote-unquote polluters, we're going to work with them. We're going to figure out how to make everything sustainable. I just think when she said this sentence last night, she being Kamala Harris, she proved to me especially what I've been thinking all along, which is that, you know, the Dems want to find and make money off climate change, and that's about it. As far as I'm concerned, it's not a question of debating the science. It's a question of taking on powerful interests, taking on the polluters, understanding that they have a profit motive to pollute. And so let's take them to court and let's require that if they don't change their behaviors, they will pay those fines and there will be accountability and consequences. I mean, fines. I hate when a government official says, we're going to fine you if you don't obey what we want you to. Obamacare, we're going to find you if you don't jump on our health care plan. 
What is it about the fines that these Democrats are obsessed with? It's unhealthy. Nobody wants to work together. It's like, oh, if you don't agree with us, we're going to fine you. And then I look and Tom Rogan at the Washington Examiner literally compared Kamala Harris and Putin's energy plans as, as similar. A U.S. senator's plan is about as radical as Putin's communistic plan for his energy. And, and what do I mean? Well, I'll tell you what I mean. It's called Kremlin Kamala. Harris and other Democrats are embracing Vladimir Putin's preferred U.S. energy. This is by Tom Rogan. It says... There was a big thing about banning hacking last night. And they said Putin's government revenue and foreign policy are dependent on high crude prices and foreign nations buying their crude from Russia, which is what Iran does, which is what all these European countries do. And when Trump criticizes them for doing that, oh, you can't criticize them for buying from Russia. That's another story. Lower prices due to U.S. or other nations' competition cost him a lot of money and the, put the Russian economy and his public support at risk. And uh, if deprives him when the crude oil prices are low of energy blackmail, which has been used by Putin to extort other countries into adopting Kremlin-friendly foreign policy choices. And they say that a ban on fracking by Kamala Harris would be a gift to the Russian leader. It would strengthen his rule in his central foreign policy, degrading U.S. influence, power, and international order. Thus, even aside from the great domestic benefits that fracking has brought in jobs and domestic energy price gap, Harris's ban is a foreign policy disgrace deserving calming disdain. So to be compared as a U.S. senator to Putin with regards to energy is pretty drastic. And Putin, by the way, loves to find people. That's a very socialistic thing, a very communistic thing. I don't agree with the finding. I, the fracking is interesting. I've, I've looked at both sides. If we have oil in the earth. We should use the oil in the earth here. That's the bottom line. But no, let's not do that, right? And they say that some of the earthquakes or whatever was going on in Oklahoma was based on fracking. But the point here is that you've got a senator in the United States being compared to Putin. And no one gives a crud until Trump has to face Putin face to face. That's shame. If you're upset that one U.S. leader is being linked to Putin, why not be upset about this other one that Tom Rogan is linking, which is Kamala Harris? But again, when I hear this word fine, I get very nervous. I get scared. Like, I don't want our companies to be fined if they don't go along with what 
Mr. Uh, uh, what the Democrats want, which is no cars, no energy, no emissions, the Green New Deal. And why? So they can use every bit they can to get people on their side, and then they'll use that for their profit motive. She says pollutants are using, are, 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 are doing things to harm the environment for their profit. Well, I think finding those same companies is also a profit motive for the Democrats, and we have to stop buying into it as a culture, as a society. We can all agree that the climate is changing. But we cannot agree that finding these energy companies, finding manufacturers, finding industrial is the answer. It's not. It's really, really not. And by the way, people were saying, you know, Hurricane Dorian is a, is a, uh, AOC was saying that that's part of global warming, climate change. I have to research that more. And when Team Vogue goes along with AOC, I don't know if I trust their reporting. I'm sorry, I don't. But you know what else was very odd about this? So everybody is making a big deal of how Trump, President Trump, may have blacked out, sharpied the, the, uh, uh, the path that the government was projecting to Alabama. And if that path was actually true, then he was right. And I knew the minute he held up that sign, uh, that poster, that chart, that map, everybody was going to go to town with it. And, and sure enough, they did. They found a problem with it. But while people are upset that Trump keeps doubling down on the Dorian Alabama path, which is just so irrelevant to the conversation at this point, considering floods are happening in South Carolina, considering the city's beaches are closed here in New York for a brace of impact from Dorian over the weekend. This Alabama story is so minuscule, but he's blown it up. The media's blown it up. But I find it more disturbing that on Twitter on Monday, on Twitter on Monday after the devastation in Puerto Rico, I'm sorry, in the Bahamas, after the devastation in the Bahamas, people were trending the wrong name of the hurricane. I don't know where they got Doreen from or how they mixed up the two, but 12,000 people trended Hurricane Doreen. And I'm just like, uh, Trump gets it wrong, gets it awkward again with this hurricane, but he also was on the ground, which a lot of people didn't give him credit for. Yet 12,000 people trended the wrong name of a hurricane. Trended the wrong name of a hurricane. If you don't think that's weird or disturbing or upsetting, then I guess you're like, it's chill, bro. They can tweet the wrong name of a hurricane. I don't know. I don't know because I just believe that We'll know that Trump is awkward as heck and fumbles a lot of things in front of the camera. But we're not supposed to have 12,000 people tweeting the wrong, trending the wrong name of a hurricane. That's just sad. 
So I don't know if autocorrect was changing a Dorian to Dorian, but uh, 12,000 people jumped in that trend, which I just found kind of uh, absurd. Kind of absurd. So there you go. Alex.Garrett21 is my email. Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T-21 at Yahoo.com. Do you agree that if we find companies for producing energy, for them not meeting thousands of pages of standards, is that the right thing or the wrong thing? Is that the right thing or the wrong thing? I think it's wrong. There has to be some leeway for these companies to grow, to become cleaner, energy efficient. Instead, they just want to fine everybody. Fine if you don't fine you if you don't want to jump on the healthcare plan the Democrats want. Fine you if they don't have the energy emissions reduced to zero, basically. But they have to look inside and say, if if I'm gonna fine the polluters, then also fine my Democratic colleagues as well. That's what I would say as a Democrat. De Blasio, his first few minutes of his Presidential run, uh, campaign announcement, had him in his FCV. That's not hypocritical to you or anybody out there. It's got to be. It's got to be. Hey, we'll have some more fun stuff coming up on Keeping Real with Alexander Garrett. Uh, I, I don't know, but I'm hoping to continue my shareholder series, We the Shareholder, because I do want to cover some other companies, Pfizer, New York Life, uh, Johnson and Johnson, not so much after they've been found adding to the opioid crisis. And I'm sorry I even mentioned them as a positive company because they've had a lot of issues over the last few months. But this last one in Oklahoma was a dagger. And uh, hopefully get some good uh, guests for you. I know you maybe get tired of hearing my voice. I hope not. I do get tired of myself. But hey, we keep on trucking here on Kimber with Alexander Garrett. Talk to you soon. And please, it's Dorian, not Dorain. This is not a tomato-tomato situation, in my opinion. Have a great night. And please, if you are affected by this hurricane, blessings to you. Be safe. Bahamas, we're standing with you as your country is pretty much decimated right now. We, we are praying for you. We're helping the best we can. Someone donated... Thousands of generators to get to the island of the Bahamas, which is a great thing to do. I hope it. Uh, I hope they finally get there and and just pray for them tonight. Here on Kimberly Alexander Garrett. Have a good night.